Uh, welcome to Carbon Podcast, episode 441. I am your host, Chris <laughs> Truscott Brown, and it, this is our this is our New Year's episode. Why don't you guys have any bubbly? Oh no, uh, I got I got Tootsie Rolls. Oh, okay, count? well I'm gonna have some bubbly while Fuck. the theme song rolls. Bubbly. You got you got fucking flutes as well. Oh, of course I do. Oh, man. I'm a classy bubbly, motherfucker. But, uh, I was gonna say I would have gotten bubbly, but Chris Jericho's stuck in Winnipeg again. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> when he, when he, back in 2019, when he became AEW champion, he said he's like, "I'm gonna celebrate with a little bit of the bubbly," and that became a bit of a meme. Uh, yeah. I am not familiar. You're yeah, what a shock. I, I made a wrestling Chris. reference. I, I'm <laughs> getting more due to your tutelage, so thank you. That word is weirder than it should be. Tutelage? Absolutely. I was <laughs> going to say it. I, I was weird. like, I said it and then I immediately regretted it. It's like... You said it with confidence, though. I'll give me that. You absolutely bust out tutelage. It, it is then... the correct word, but yeah, I, don't, I don't like it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I rudely only introduced myself. Uh, also joining me on a potato is Jesse Nelson. And then Hello. joining me from a real computer is Peter Dawson. Hey, hey. Can I explain why I'm not on my computer? Uh, not on Because episode. it may become relevant. It may become... Oh, no, it's fine. It may become relevant um, <laughs> as the episode goes on in case I outburst at random musicians. Uh, so I'm currently exporting a video file. Uh, it's an eight-hour video file. Uh, it is a series of music videos thrown together because I'm on New Year's certain Eve, that isn't rife with problems. Doing a, yeah, I mean, you have seasoned yourself on twenty-five-hour plus video exports, so yeah. this should be so basically, basically, um, I I got all the videos. I've edited them together. I even did like the fucking little thing in the corner where it's like artist musician the thing pops up like burned that in uh, basically because the new year's party that i'm going to uh is like high school prom themed and then we're doing like a much i'm doing a much music video dance to be the playlist for the night right and like every so often as i'm rendering it has to render in a linear linear fashion when i'm exporting it it'll come up and be like oh frame 182,812 is bad and then i have to go cancel the, the render Go just delete that one frame and then it's fine, but it keeps doing this again and again. And so far, Ricky Martin and Tilsey have fucked me. So I've just beat the stage where I was at last time at 51% done. Jesse. If it stops again, I'm going to scream at someone. Okay. Jesse. Yeah. Uh, can you just privately text me? Okay. Uh, for a thing, I'm going to leave it in the episode, uh, but for a thing I can't say, a thing that will lean towards positive is the fact that you're making this list. So text me that to remind me, because I will tell someone else that you're making this list, and that will help. Oh, no, I've, I've told them. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And welcome back to the podcast, everyone who yes. didn't understand a word of that. Anyways, uh, I'm 
I'm on my phone because I don't want my computer to have any problems. <laughs> no, if, if you're yeah. already in render hell without trying to do this, yeah, it, then don't. <laughs> I wish uh, I knew from this the whole time, though. I I really wish you wouldn't, but okay. The reason is, it's a visual thing that actually compromises the audio, so this is of benefit to nobody. Alright, fine. Mm. Uh, happy to speaking have of benefit to nobody, Bubbly's making me burp. Lovely. Anyway, <clears throat> so we're going to talk about the best of 2022? Yeah, I mean, we can jump into that right away or not. It's basically I, every year I, we, we do, like, a best of art. And by the way, it's not necessarily what came up that year. It's just, like, what your favorite thing of the year was. That's yeah. what I was so. going to ask is if we were following traditional rules because <laughs> my list that I've made in my head, which I haven't completed, by the way, there's some I'm stuck on, uh, my list will be absolutely fucked if it has to have come out this year because almost nothing of mine did. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I stuck to 2022 because if I otherwise best game, I would keep going back to one of the old ones I play every year. Right. So, yeah. Let, like, if you don't have a good answer for 2022, use something that didn't come out in 2022. But if you think you have a good one for 2022. Yeah, that's my. Or, or you, do that. That's yeah. my suggestion. I phoned it in for best album. But I mean, I Same. always phone it in for best album. So I, 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 everything else, I think I have a good answer. Okay. Well, what do we want to start with? Do you want to start with movie or? Uh, I mean, since that's let's the order I'm thinking of, let's yeah. do the order you presented, Jesse. Which I think best movie was the first one, right? I'm on my yes. phone, so I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best yeah. movie. Yep. Yeah. It's best movie, best series, best book, best game, best album, best moment. Right. Okay. Uh, best movie. Does anyone in particular want to kick it off? I, I can. can. Uh, Peter can. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is weird. Mine is... Chris, Chris, I, I, Chris, I, I barely talked this episode. Say, yeah. So fuck you, I'm talking. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and watch, I'm not going to say much. Uh, because, uh, okay, has there, I went back and forth on this because, like, Top Gun Maverick was really good. Yeah, it was. There, there's another podcast where me and a friend of mine just sit there and, like, awkwardly gush for, like, 12 minutes about it. And <laughs> you know, why, why are you doing it like that? The Pop Tower Podcast, highly recommend for everybody. Uh, Peter and James do great reviews, uh, usually three topics a week. Uh, They cover video games, TV series, and movies, and I highly recommend you check it out because it is wildly entertaining. Now, Peter, don't gloss over your other thing. Continue. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so uh, best movie, I went back and forth on this quite a bit, but I think I'm going to give it to... I wanted to go for something somewhat original uh, because I, I think I mentioned before I actually enjoyed all the Marvel movies this year, for example, and yeah. I saw them all. I mean, I thought they were generally strong. It's just Marvel fatigue is real. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go with everything, everywhere, all at once. That's a good option. That's a really yeah. strong contender. I it's, am sorry to say I've been meaning to see that and haven't. Yeah. Basically crazy multiversal epic nonsense movie that just goes insane but also has like a lot of very relatable heart at the center it almost feels like uh, what if like they did it an asian martial arts epic take on an adam sandler movie 
Yeah, yeah, I can see where you're getting that 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 from. Almost, like 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 sixty percent of this almost feels like it could easily have been turned into an Adam Sandler movie, but it would have been like obviously way still way different. Because like parts of this just remind remind me of like Click. I mean, I was gonna say that because like kind of jumping through reality, like jumping through timelines type of thing that 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 movie does. The thing I'll say about it is like I feel like of (laughs) we had a lot of multiverse content this year. (laughs) Yes, we really did. But That's kind of the that problem, the one, right? That was the one that I felt had the most fun with it. Yeah. I mean, that right? one like, scene in Doctor Strange was great, but it's that does not a movie make. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think Marvel's next phase that came out this year is, like, we're getting into multiverse yeah. now. Absolutely, and yeah. uh, because Marvel Disney are Marvel Disney, they're just like, everyone else in the world was like, Oh, we're doing multiverse now? Okay, cool. Is, Got this, it. Multiverse. This, go. The thing is, I'll say, is like, this is just a, a awkward timing thing because the multiverse as a storyline has existed forever. Do you remember the one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that leaves the one. Like, I, I, mean, I have tried to forget it daily since I saw dude, it. I'm a Doctor Who fan. They did parallel universe yeah. stories back in the 70s. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a common thing. Um, that's a good choice. So everywhere, everything, every, yeah. everything everywhere all at once. Uh, Chris, what's yours for movie? Uh, do you have one? Cause mine is, mine is super weird and I'm going to be the, uh, the wrench in the gears for most of okay. this. So well, you want me to I, I can guess what it yes. is. Okay. Uh, Peter, uh, my... are you guessing mine or Jesse's? I, I want to guess yours, but we'll wait until Jesse goes. You will never um, guess mine. So there was a lot of good movies that came out this year. Um, I, I had to recheck the, like the list of things, but again, like I liked all the blockbuster Marvel stuff. Um, you know, I was watched Barbarian. That was a really good movie, kind of a, a good horror movie. Um, but by far the one that was the most interesting that all year I was thinking about, and like after I watched it, I wanted to dip, dip in or dive in was fucking Nope, dude. <laughs> yeah, Nope was so good. That uh, one that I also like... want to see. I suck so much. Yeah. That was one <laughs> of the coolest takes at an alien movie I've ever seen in my life. It's. Man, it's it's so interesting. Like, I think I, I mentioned this in the pop star episode we did on it, Chris. But it's it's basically about the concept of wanting to see. I yeah. haven't got there yet. You just got through the uh, the the what what's the the trilogy of games? You just got through that one where I'm at, and like Dark the Man of Bandan, and then the oh. other one, the Dark Anthology. That's it, right? Yeah, Dark yeah, Pictures, Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah, Dark yeah. Pictures, yeah. Yeah, I'm just through your review of that, so I haven't gotten to uh, Nope yet. I'm looking forward That's to funny. Weird. No, nope is interesting. Nope is, like, it's got so many great themes about it. Like, one of the, the big themes, too, is, like, the uh, exploitation of animals and the way that it handles that in the film is, is so well done while not making it, like, shoehorned or it's super organic in there. The visuals and the horror amongst that are great. The protagonists are super smart. Like, the the... The title nope just replies to like the main characters keep going, no, not dealing with this. Like they see the thing that would usually like make a character walk out and like continue. It's like, it's like nah, there's a no, noise gonna, in the wood. Do you want to go it. see it? No, I yeah. don't. <laughs> I'm um, going inside and I'm locking the door. <laughs> I mean, I'll say like part of it that draws me is like the I was not expecting it to have such a heavy like movie about filmmaking aspect to it, mm. um, which surprised me, but I thought it was well done. There's a few things I took issues with, but pretty well done. Like I just I think that was the uh, movie that from beginning to end I was um 
just enraptured with. Yeah. I just found it funny that a couple of uh, social media influencers took uh, thought the movie sucked. I'm like, it's a movie about what you do. Yeah. If anyone would relate to this concept. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they didn't like that they were kind of the villain. Sort of. Yeah. So to them, He's it was a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, but no, like it definitely, you know, Jordan Peele's such a good master, like a surprising, you know, with his career before filmmaking or like movies was such a master of horror, which is no one could have seen that coming. Um, but it's, yeah, it, it's a really fucking cool movie. And it's one that like, I, I don't often wish, like when I, when I see a good horror movie now, I'm always afraid that they'll get franchised. I like good horror movies now that are just like by themselves. This is one that I'm like, well, I could, I could, I could, I could use more. I could find out more about this thing. Where did it come from? Is there more of them? Like what? It lends itself well to like more storytelling, which is fun. I yeah, um... definitely more so than uh, us did. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Us is probably my least favorite one that he did. It probably, be, in my opinion, it's it's Nope, Get Out, and then Us. I yeah. I have not seen Nope, but I definitely. I, I think us had a lot to be desired and get out was really good. Yeah. But us, us is a good concept that, that fails to meet its concept. I, I, I feel like, I don't think I still fully get the concept. Honestly. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I think, I think the initial thing is like, you just have a doppelganger and it's, and the, yeah. that's the scary thing. And then when they tried to explain it with the whole, like government doppelganger thing, and there's a whole like hands against America analogy or hands across America analogy too. Yeah. That's, I get, I get what it was going for. It just wasn't. Yeah, it, um, let me tell you, it wasn't my movie of twenty twenty two. I, I, I don't want to interrupt you if you have more. But yeah, no, I'm done. I, I, I was done. Speaking of franchises, I, I have a a quick aside, a funny thing. Uh, when Jamie and I were watching Violent Night, uh the David Harbour Santa Claus movie. That was a great movie. I loved it. Um, but about half hour into the movie, uh, a whole bunch of giggling 14-year-olds uh, came in and sat in the row in front of us. And... Oh, no, wait. I'm saying the wrong... No, I'm saying the wrong thing. This oh. was... I'm mixing up my movies... Uh, we did like the David Harbour movie. This was the uh, the recent Exorcism movie that came out that we were watching. Um, I don't know. Pray, pray. Oh, for, pray for the devil. Pray for the devil. Pray yeah, for the that, devil. that's with, the one we were watching. So that's a slow and dramatic horror movie. Um, but a half hour in, a bunch of kids came in and. They sat confused for like ten minutes, and then they kind of turned to us behind them because this was a lot of dialogue and drama, yeah. and they were like, "Is this Terrifier too?" Hell no! Oh my God. You are in the wrong movie. You are so much in the wrong movie. That's and this awesome. was a really stupid segue because I thought it was the David Harbor Violent Night thing. Yeah. But when we saw. David Harbour's Violent Night. I went to book the tickets. So I picked the day that we wanted. And then we wanted to see this movie at six. And as I'm looking through the list, 
hang on a minute. With enough time to still still see that movie, what do I see playing at three o'clock? Mm-hmm. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You Hell, the double feature? fucking cool. yes, we got That's the double cool. feature, and uh, this was on a Sunday at three o'clock with a classic movie. Shockingly, no one was in there, so we got a theater experience of a movie. With no one around so we can be as uninhibited as we want, we got to laugh and joke and comment, and I've literally never seen that movie in theater, and that experience was so fucking good. Literally, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is my movie of this year, because I cannot tell you how much I enjoyed just getting to see that in theater with no one around, and just getting to laugh and joke with my wife in a theater without worrying about offending anyone, and I've never laughed more at that movie than in the theater. So, an orthodox choice, but yeah, a movie from before I was born. I respect it. I respect it. (laughs) I was, like, you didn't give me a chance to actually guess, but I was going to guess the other movie you saw was Silent Night. Or Violent Night. Violent Night, yeah. I loved that. I loved that, but it wasn't the movie of the year. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, should we go to series now? Uh, yeah. So next. Should um, we go in reverse order? I'm just yeah. going to throw mine out here because I feel like mine's the obvious one that just needs to be thrown out and then we can talk about something else. Okay. I know which, I know, I bet I know which one. Guess. Okay, I've got two guesses. First one, Better Call Saul. Yep. <laughs> that was so yeah. good. Like, to nail two, two shows in a row and two satisfying endings is fucking wild. Like... Yeah. That's a strong contender. Yeah. Like, the only thing I have against Better Call Saul is I thought season four kind of dragged. Yeah, they de- mm. definitely dragged a bit in the, in the middle there. Like, um, that's... If there's one thing I would change is I probably have would have adjusted season four to not be a whole season in of itself. Yeah, they could they could have tightened it up a bit. It's like but, that. That's the season I thought could have been tighter. But anyway. But, but yeah. then again, Breaking Bad has that too. Like season two and three mm-hmm. of Breaking Bad are kind of like, what the fuck? Okay. Mm-hmm. I love Breaking Bad. And it's I one think of my... it works better in two and three. Yeah. Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows of all time. But is every episode perfect? Fuck no. no. <laughs> like, no. that's just not the case. Uh, do you want to go um, next then, Peter? Um. Yeah. If you want, I was going to like, yeah, I guess we, yeah, let's just do it. So you'll get to go first on the next one. Um, which is good because it's a book, and I don't have a lot to say in my mind. <laughs> oh, my book one's gonna be fucked up. It's not even a That's book. That's fine. Anyway, uh, best series. Uh, this is another popular choice, but I wanted to give it some representation. Uh, Spy X Family. Uh, one of oh, the okay. one of the hit animes of the year. Uh, it is probably one of the most accessible for people. For those who aren't familiar, it follows. A series of people living in totally not um, Berlin during the totally not Cold War. You know, it's like time period, not entirely clear because it obviously takes inspiration from like Cold War stuff. But it's like, is it the 40s? Is it the yeah. 50s? Yeah. Um, but you got a one guy who's a spy uh, who's trying to do a mission and he ends up recruiting a orphan girl who turns out to secretly be psychic and he doesn't know this. <laughs> And then he needs to get her into school. He need, he needs a fake wife, so he recruits a woman who he doesn't know is secretly an assassin. And just they become a weird family unit while trying to get this girl to do a mission for him. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just wacky anime comedy with just perfect pacing, just the right level of characterization so everyone has obvious flaws. It's great. But they're all likable. Nice. And there's a dog, and the dog is awesome. <laughs> That's my favorite description of an anime. And then there's a dog, and we love the dog. No quote. Well, okay, no okay, questions. okay. Giant fluffy dog. Okay. Bow tie. Okay. His barks are subtitled with borf, B-O-R-F. <laughs> and he's precognitive. Shit. Perfection. Well, he may no, not be physically I'm, always I'm, capable of doing stuff. Perfection. He sounds like a close second for best anime dog, but Ayn absolutely is perfection. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the dog uh, Bond, named Bond, of course, uh, is yeah. uh, pretty top-notch. Yeah. All right, Chris, what's your series? Uh, for series, this is the most up-to-date of my entire list because oh. it is still running. Sorry, Chris, can I just catch you up? Jesse, uh, where's Better Call Saul available in case people wanted to watch it? Is that on Netflix? Shit, no, I think it was Prime? I'm pretty sure it was Netflix that I was watching it on. Maybe it's Netflix. Maybe I'm wrong. I was watching it um, on I, TV. As a, I, as I definitely yeah, yeah. legally obtained the most recent season, but the rest of it was on Netflix. Yeah. And it was because I mentioned Spice Family's on Crunchyroll. Okay, sorry. I just wanted to yeah. mention since no, that's, no, that's, that's good. Thank yeah. you. I like that. Good touch. Um, so... This one actually counts as this year because it's still running, but I only discovered the show like two months ago on a recommendation, and I have literally binged the entirety of Yellowstone and <laughs> am now on week to week, and holy fuck, this show is so fucking good. I haven't touched it yet, but I've heard it's, so many good things from so it, many people. It is amazing. Did you like Peaky Blinders, Jesse? Uh, I fell off Peaky Blinders, but that was for fair like, enough. Just, I, I thought no, I, no. Honestly, it was, it was a good show. I just I, I fell off. I was in a weird place in my life, and I couldn't. I just had yeah. no time for shows. No, I kind of fell off as well. Uh, just it it kind of fell off, but Peaky Blinders in the sense that these are like there are no redeeming qualities. These are just yeah. awful people. And the Dutton family in Yellowstone uh, defending their ranch, there's no good one among them. They're horrible. They're awful. And you love every minute of it. And uh, now that I'm frustrated because I caught up and I'm back to week to week, and I love binging, I hate week to week, it's killing me, especially because they release Sundays. And what happened last Sunday? Christmas! There was no episode. What's happening this Sunday? New Year's yes. Day! I don't know if there will be an episode or not. But they've got a lot of spinoffs. Yeah. One of their spinoffs is the uh, origin of the Dutton family, uh, 1883. Uh, is that the one with Helen Mirren and Harrison Ford? No, that is the a middle. It's still an ancestry of that family. Okay. But the origin of that family... This is basically, I didn't realize, it, it said it was the origin of the Dutton Ranch, but what it, we're actually watching so far, at least halfway through, the, it's a limited, like, 10-episode series. Uh, halfway through, what we've been watching so far is an Oregon Trail journey. And and it's fascinating, because I'm, I'm realizing, like, yeah, we all played the game in school, but... But considering how influential that Oregon Trail run was 
to the United States and North America, surprisingly little TV and movie projects about it. Sure. And and I was only realizing that by watching a really good one. So I do recommend 1883. Uh, but the, the main Yellowstone is my series of the year, absolutely. I also got to give one shout out to another amazing show that I only discovered this year and I have binged the fuck out of. Venture Brothers. Yeah. I never watched it. I just started watching it and it's like, oh, this is so good. I was like, because I. This is now Jamie and I's high five. (laughs) Nice. Um, I I will say, I. That's a very cool song. I didn't give my shouts. I will say I was behind. I didn't catch all the Mike Flanagan series until this year. So I binged this year, like Hill House, um, Bly Manor, Midnight Mass. Well, that Midnight Mass was probably a close second for my show of yep. the year. Um, and then just Nina and I just watched um, 1899. And that was good. Hmm. I will say nothing about 1899, but 1899 is very good on Netflix. I, I got to go back to um, uh, uh, Midnight Mass. Just yeah. Rahul as the sheriff. Yeah, that was weird, but man, he was great. He was so good. Yeah, Midnight Mass was so fucking good. Although he has probably the perfect example of the one of the, the main problem with that. Like, I like that show. I like that show quite a bit. But he he also has probably one of the best examples of um, the problem that show can have with the soliloquies. Oh yeah, the nine eleven one. I... Yeah. I mean his, but his his was I was most captured with. It was the uh, do you what happens after you die one that was like holy fuck, shut yeah. up. <laughs> so, there's that one, yeah. There's a few, yeah. <laughs> I I also want to circle back around. I I just realized I had a bit more to say about not Yellowstone but the spinoff prequel, uh, yeah, yeah, 1883. Yeah, yeah. Some of the lead actors. So for one, Sam Elliott as a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, he's a cowboy everywhere. You know why? He's a fucking good cowboy, and he (laughs) he just he's killing it in this show like he always kills it. But the two leads, when I was reading about this prequel, because I liked Yellowstone, the two leads are like the progenitors of the Dutton family, are real life married couple, country singers, Tim McGraw. And Faith Hill. And I gotta be honest oh, wow. with you, uh, when I heard that, I was like, really? Uh-oh. Like, that, yeah. uh, this sounds like nothing I want to get near, but okay, I'll give it a try. Gotta tell you, one, unrecognizable, two, fucking killing it. Like, nice, there, there is no cringe in here at all. They are killing it, okay. and I can't even see them in these roles. So... Nice. That's that's a good quality because if if you like me read that they're in there and you cringed, I don't blame you, but you can actually uncringe. It's nice. it's okay. I don't know if Tim's acted much before, but Faith I know has. Yeah, yeah, she had. T- Tim's when I was like, whoa, <laughs> but yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's actually, if I gotta say, the better of the two. He is really embodying that role. Maybe that's yes. I because mean, I haven't seen him in other things, so it's the only role I can identify I him with. Good for them, and, I, and what I'm about to say is by no means trying to like, disparage them, but if they were to jump in a role, Cowboy Settlers is not the craziest one for them to jump into. Especially uh, Cowboy Settlers that are husband and wife, because yeah, they're, like they're kind of already husband and wife. Yeah. They got that down. But that no, being it's, it's, said, 
in the last so. episode that we watched, there there was an on-screen kiss, and it looked really weird and awkward. And I was like, why would that be awkward? Like, they're literally you know married. No, but, but I will say, I, I could see kissing your actual partner But in front camera. of a camera. Yeah, I guess. Well, not, not just that, but, like, it, it you'd overthink it more. It like, was, it is was, this how we kiss? Is that not how we kiss? Is this what we do? weird because yeah. it wasn't a makeout. It was uh, like a peck in the night and it didn't line up. It was like two sides of mouths. So I think yeah, which, maybe, which they maybe were... something they don't do then. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah it's, it, and your fighting but reflexes. I'm going to open up the uh, the best book with you, wow, you're my, that one? <laughs> with my bullshit answer. But I got to say it anyway. This year, my favorite thing to read has been actually online. I have been reading a shit ton of stories off Royal Road, and I am loving it. Now, are you guys familiar with Royal Road? Not at all. It, it is it's basically a amateur author website. They get a chance oh. to write and release chapter at a time. Now, a lot of this is Isekai and Lit RPG. It's kind of the uh, the, the okay, theme okay. Of it, but not exclusively. Heard... Can, yeah. I, can yep. I just please? To, to quickly qualify this, because Jesse, I'm sure you're going through your mind right now. Yes, it is a fan fiction website in part. Yeah. However, uh, doing a quick research and what little I knew already, it does have a higher standard than fanfiction.net or Wattpad or whatever the other one's called. And you can call I, Wattpad? Can I yeah. clarify, Peter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are there are some fan fictions that are straight up just original stories mm-hmm. in an existing universe. There are oh, yeah. several tributes and even a lot of the original stuff, you can tell it's not even a tribute. It's kind of an homage to a certain genre. Mm. But I do not think it is fair to call it a fan fiction website. It is. It, it literally says that on their website. Uh, well, then. No, no, no. They Chris, are descri- I, I, I no, I believe you. You're trying to defend your choice, but uh, it's, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to maybe correct yourself here. Well, from what I have read, which may not be the entirety, there is a lot of original stuff, and there is some Mm -hmm. stuff that is derivative of other things, and there are some stuff that are just straight-up labeled fan fictions that are existing in that universe. But the best ones I have read have been, at worst, derivative, but at best, really fucking fantastic. And Yeah, they say home of web novels, and fan fictions. Okay, fair enough. So there's both. But but that is really what I've been reading, and there are, there are at this point, because it's chapter by chapter and I'm waiting for releases, this is like being a fan of an infrequent webcomic. I am, like, I'm jonesing for another chapter day by day by day, and I look at my list of follows, and it's like, ooh! do one of this cool and read a chapter and like that's that's just been i know it's not technically a novel but it kind of is just because it's delivered in that way but that has been my favorite thing to read through this year cool um should i peter me you who Mm -hmm. okay um i 
read this book because of a movie trailer that came out and I was like, well, I want to see this. I want to know the book before I see the movie because I want to see how this person either does it justice or brutalizes it. Um, so my favorite book of the year uh, is Cabin at the End of the World. Mm. Uh, I don't think it came out this year, uh, but it's it's what the movie A Knock at the Cabin is adapting. Mm. Okay. Uh, and essentially, I don't want to go into it because it is, the whole thing's kind of a Is that the, uh, the Shyamalan sure. one? That trailer intrigued me, and I I should check out that book because I I read the on the book. I don't. Yeah, I think it's you said twenty eighteen, Peter. Yeah, I I don't want to say too much into it because a lot of it is. I'll I'll set one of the expectations. The destination is not the goal in the book. It is the journey. Like it is absolutely as you're reading things, that's what you get enjoyment. If you're looking for satisfaction at the ending, you're probably going to be unhappy. But the whole thing is rife with false. Uh, narr- or what's the word I'm looking for? Not false narrators. Um, unreliable, unreliable narrators. Yeah, and like false realities that you're not sure what's real, what's not. Um, and it's just a mind bend the whole time. Fuck you! It failed. Who failed at eighty five percent? Okay, anyways, that's my that's my book. I'm gonna do some investigation. Uh, it failed on frame five hundred fifty six thousand eight hundred seven. Who's there? I'm going to find out. Give me a second. All right. Peter, go ahead while Jesse is researching his hatred. Okay, so I've got a real answer <clears throat> in that uh, I read three new books in 2022 that weren't audio books because uh, that's one of the main ways I get information now. And I've Fair. started listening to a lot more information podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> but, um, yeah, the book I read that was not wrestling-related and was not a sci-fi sequel. Uh, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which I just discovered like 20 minutes ago because I was trying to do a little more research to maybe offer a little more information, you know, outside of what the book is. Uh, apparently it's Amazon's book of the year, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Uh, so if you're curious what Amazon's book of the year is, um, it's basically, at its core, it's, it's a story about two... F- people who become friends um got a girl and it's like it shows a complex relationship between two people that is never actually romantic but it's like it's this still very intimate friendship like i wanted to, i wanted to qualify this because i said guy and girl you know uh because it starts with them playing games together when they're kids and mm-hmm. then they decide to become game designers nice and you actually like see the world within the games at points, so there's kind of story within a story. Oh, I like that. Kind of a neat aspect. Yeah, that's a neat aspect of the of the book, and um, it goes into just the challenges of being an artist, as well as like what it means to play games with someone, hmm. and like the meaning of friendship and everything like that. Because like it, it pulls on the old uh, Macbeth quote, and, and basically tries to examine. Because in in Macbeth, that line is delivered with like with a cynicism. <laughs> Right <laughs> about the 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 inevitability, the pointless, the potential pointlessness of life because it in the end life ends. Yeah, it's kind of worse. Right. And like this is trying to examine the value of life, even with its tribulations, because stuff happens in this book that gets um, <laughs> dramatic. Fair <laughs> Which, enough. You know, game and like there's challenges of game design, like and they like here's a, here's a fun part. A major sub theme is cultural appropriation. Because appropriation they do... or misappropriation? Well, just just appropriation in general. Because 
when they design a game together for the first time, they, um, I forget the name of the actual game, but like one of the major inspirations is the Japanese painting, uh, the famous one, the wave, the wave at, oh, Kamag- the tsunami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 the wave at Kamigawa or whatever it is. Yeah. You, if you, if you think Japanese wave painting, that one, uh, no, I think um, of the octopus one. No. <laughs> the octopus of malice. Uh, but, um, yeah, like that, so that comes up as well because they're not Japanese, stuff like that. A lot of interesting stuff. It, it, I just it felt it very engaging. And, it, like, it's 600 pages. It did not feel that long. That's I love that when you when you're going through a book and then you're like, holy shit, mm-hmm. I'm I'm done it. And then you look back and go, that was not short. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I may have read it when I had a lot of time to kill, and um, I kind of wish it more time because I finished the finish pretty quickly. <laughs> um, for those wondering, fucking Jennifer Lopez did it to me this time, <sighs> and I am no longer waiting like... for tonight. <laughs> so anyway i i didn't um, i didn't realize like you you were making this playlist uh-huh and you already had so many artists to include uh-huh i was just thinking to myself how on earth would you possibly also put Jennifer Lopez into that playlist. Waiting for tonight. But but then I realized, of course, there's always room for J-Lo. Hey! And I completely stole and ripped off that joke from Ralph Garman. I think this is a nice segue into music, right? (laughs) Is that what's next or was it game? No, the next one's game. God damn it. (laughs) Uh, No, jump to music. Go into music. We'll switch it up. No, fuck you, Chris. Uh, I'm we doing it in order, order, and we're doing Structure. it in order. Structure. So anyway, the, so okay. my game of the year is Elden Ring. That's fair. That's a very fair What answer. a shock. What a yeah. goddamn shock. I yeah. did seriously consider God of War Ragnarok. Probably not a shock. Okay. Why? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like, I kind of, I thought about it, and like, because God of War Ragnarok did improve a lot on the original, but, or the original, the previous, I should say, because obviously, original, that's a whole different thing. Um, But Elden Ring, like... Here, here, here's what like this is something I realized with Elden Ring and Pokemon Legends Arceus this year. Both of them are incredibly good to just plug and play. Yeah, there's just and 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 there's just a freedom because like the reason I've hated Dark Souls games and you know all these all those types is like I've always felt too constrained. I like you're locked in, like you're locked in a path. Yeah. Yeah. Elden Ring, I finally don't feel constrained. I, you know, I, there's still definitely pathways you have to follow at points, but like there's still a general freedom, even if you, you know, it's like, oh, you're not a high enough level for this area or whatever. And like, so just, and I, like I said, I would, and I decided to give it to the prettier of the two games because Arceus, I think, is going to go down as the better of the two games, Pokemon games but, that came man, out this it, year. It looks. It looks poopy. It does look like ass. Although, to its credit, the the crappy graphics makes it a lot easier to spot items in the wild. Mm. True. And True. Pokemon in the wild. Fair enough, fair enough. And there's still an intuitiveness to exploring the world. So I'm going to say, yeah, it looks like ass, but it uses its assets well. 
Hey. <laughs> it's it's got it's got it's got dead ass though. Yeah. See, Chris, that's how you punt. Anyway, okay. Chris, what's your game of the year? Uh, mine's really dumb. All right. Mine is through various reasons. Uh, I have barely played any games this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the most gaming I have done this year is actual life. Yeah. Uh, to be mm-hmm. honest, I I just have not found time. But I have a really dumb but cool shout out. My gaming right is about ten minutes to kill at a time. You know what? Honestly, my go-to when I got 10 minutes at a time for gaming is who we got introduced to at a convention, uh, Red Nexus Game. They offered a copy of their game, Peglin. I know it's it's not a like a high-tier game of the year, but that has just been providing fun for me. When I got 10 or 15 minutes to kill, I pop up Steam, I pop up Peglin, and I just have fun. And it's so simple. It's roguelike in that it's procedurally generated and random each time. But it's a pachinko style, uh, which is distinctly not Peggle. So let's not call it that because that's copyright. Uh, it's a pachinko style. Uh, you hit the balls uh, and the more points you get, the more damage is dealt to the enemies because it does have an RPG combat-like element to it, uh, but also the things you throw, different rocks or balls get superpowers, uh, again, randomly generated, and then you also get items and relics that improve your goblin's powers. It's quite simple, and in its simplicity, is just straight-up fucking fun. I gotta give that's it to all, this. That's all the game has to be at the end I of gotta the day. give it to this silly little time waster that just gives me joy ten to fifteen minutes at a time. I love it. I'm picking Peglin. Don't judge that's, me. <laughs> no, fuck that. No judgment. Again, like like what's like a game being entertaining is ultimately like the goal, right? Like, yeah. to, have I, I ever I like, have I ever had a bad time playing it? No, I have not. But it's, it's one of those things that I always see, like, when we look at, like, the Game Awards or whatever every year, and there's something nominated that maybe wasn't the most complicated game in the world, but everyone loved it, and everyone, like... Like, remember that... I think that happened this year with, like, God of War, Elden Ring, and and were in the top ones, and I think Stray was up there, too. And everyone's like, yeah, how the Stray's fuck a is fantastic Stray? Game. How is Stray game? it's a really fun game, game, you assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but everyone has that ego thing of, like... I genuinely so that, consider making a game of the year. It looks way better, and, like, it's like... Yeah. That doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> like... No, Peter was saying. No, but it's objectively worse because no. objectively, that's totally how it works. Fucking idiots. Peter was saying that was a contender for his game of the year, and I agree. No, no. But what I was saying is, like the game awards, um, like people get pissy on that because that's the kind of thing. Because, like, honestly, like if you're going to mine, Stray was up there. It's not one of them. Nerds getting divisive Stray. and uh, like guarding their uh, their fandom. Yeah. Absolutely. Imagine Weird. that. I can't. I can't even comprehend that. Uh, um, in terms go... of like my yeah, nope, I'm not. yeah. Okay. In terms of my game, like Stray, I I dug. I played a bit of that and, and loved it. Um, I played Multiverses a lot this year, and that was Ooh. pretty good. Um, 
as usual, I put a shit ton of time into Rock Band and uh, Sea of Thieves. But I think my favorite game this year, um, I picked it up because I wanted just something to grind achievements in, and it was like wasn't that expensive. And then I fell in love with it, and I like played it to completion, and just every so often I go back to it and still play it. Um, there's a game called Arcade Paradise that came out. And it starts with you owning a laundromat, and you have to do laundry to make money to buy arcade machines, and you slowly convert the the laundromat into an arcade, and it's so much fucking fun, dude. It's so simple and so much fun, but every single arcade game you buy is playable. So it, at a certain point when you have the arcade and it's kind of running itself, you just get a bunch of classic arcade games. And they're all rip-offs of things, like, you know, there's a... a uh, what's it called? Like break ball, like the brick breaker. There's um, pipe dream game. Like there's, all, they're all named inside of their own little thing. But it's just a bunch of like small mini games to jump into. And yeah, it's a fun. Like you said, Chris, I want to fuck around for 15 minutes. I can just jump in and do that. That's what's been doing it for me. That it just means I'm turning into an old man. But my game of the year <laughs> is 15 minutes at a time. That's what no, works. No, the moment, the moment, the moment your game of the year becomes Skittles, then you're an old man. <laughs> Ooh, I like to play Skittles. Skittles. What about Jax? Maybe I should try Jax. Quick yeah. aside before we go on to the next segment. Um, yes. I just taught my niece how to play backgammon. Ooh. Nice. I don't even know how to play. She hates it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Not enough. She had what, fun at the time, but... Yeah. Are Beyblades still a thing? Kind of. Okay. They push them at Xbox United. Really? There's still there's still so many goddamn Beyblade and not anime ripoffs. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I think I mentioned before because I randomly went down the the thread of like what's this random anime thing that's free on YouTube? Uh, my my recommendations are just full of this type of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we're on to album. Jesse, you go first. Yeah. Honestly, I I didn't have a lot of albums this year um i didn't explore a lot of new music uh the only thing that kind of struck me as new that i dug and I, i'll be honest i don't think it's a contender for like album of the year in general but it's the one that i can say is um chili peppers return the dream canteen i think is the the album title it was so last year they had unlimited love i think was the album but they recorded this simultaneously with this album and it doesn't sound like a like mind-blowing but it's John Frusciante's back, and it just sounds like comfortable Chili Peppers from the '90s. Like it just sounds like they just came up with new '90s Chili Pepper stuff. And again, none of it's mind blowing, but it's just a real good comfort album just to listen to and be like, "Yeah, I, uh, I know what this sounds like. I'm comfortable with this. This feels good." I think nice. it's Return, Return to the Dream Canteen. I want to say, or Return of the Dream Canteen. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, I, honestly, I did not explore music a lot this year, um, or at least like like in terms of album. Like it'll be like songs or something. Like a song would catch my eye, but I was pretty bad this year, I guess, in, in album exploration. Mm. <laughs> the sad thing is, I haven't listened to too many albums this year. Um, I did listen to the AEW theme song album, so I was very tempted to put that as one of the... that. If you real, if you love it, top. you love it. If I get to Real... pick Royal Road and Peglin, you can pick that. Real talk for a moment, though. Uh, Keith Lee's AEW theme is still awesome. 
I still go back to listen to that one sometimes. I don't think, Chris, you've heard that one yet, but yeah. Look up Keith Lee AEW theme. It's fucking awesome. Anyway. Okay. Uh, but my actual vote is the one I've actually listened to. I am not a, necessarily a big fan of the artist, and I don't necessarily... But, like, I listened to, I think, the whole thing while I was um, working, because sometimes I, I'll take a break from podcasts to listen to random albums. Uh, so, Bad Bunny's Un Verano Sinti, if I'm pronouncing that right, and I'm probably not, and that is the album that came out this year, and I just looked up Bad Bunny 2022 when I was looking for an album to listen to. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and yeah... It, it certainly sounds like the type of music he would make. <laughs> yeah. That's all I, I, I knew I, I was going to have nothing that. for this. this but is I, the, I had we're, some... we're, we're not musically inclined people, and I've, I, I've learned this as years go by, is our best of the album I, is always iffy. I have one, though. Oh my god, Christopher. Uh, yeah, uh, this is... I don't know, actually, when it came out, and whether it was this year or not, but early in the year... Uh, Jamie, my wife, for the record, uh, her birthday is in February. Uh, I got her an artist we've enjoyed a few songs from enough that uh, we thought, let's try the album. And I got her the artist Phosphorescent, the album C'est La Vie on vinyl. And it's fucking fantastic. So nice. that's going to be my album from early in the year, where all, just like award shows... All of the awards are from the last two months, not from the year. I'm actually doing from earlier in the year. Look at you. Breaking new ground. Hey! <laughs> Speaking of breaking new ground, Chris. Final category time. Uno momento. I hate this one. I know. Because... If you want, you can forfeit, but go on. Here's... No, I know what he's going to say. Here's the problem. I hate this one... Because all of us are going to pick Extra Life. No, but here's the thing. Here's how I, when I say every year, Extra Life's not a fucking moment. It's it's a lot of moments within 24 hours. If you're going for Extra Life, pick a moment of Extra Life, because that's not a moment. Can I pick a segment? That's, yeah. D&D. Fucking D&D. That is probably, honestly, some of the most fun I have had in this entire year is that D&D segment that was so full of chaos and fuckery, but it was so full of laughter. Every single person at that table was having the time of their life, and it was amazing. So... I not for not being there, the thing they got watching back that I got particularly chuckled about was the fucking Kieran with the king cowboy hat. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Zach also being... Anti, like he's just being very polite. He's yeah. just acting like a normal can, human being. Can I say? Can I say one of the specific moments that I I don't? This is dumb because one of my favorite moments was actually a thing that I sort of did, but it was in That's collaboration fun. with Zach. But my character was being edge lord and. Had to be cool all the time. And he was a rogue, so he was stealthing all the time. And so he did a dumb thing. Zack's character wanted to smack me upside the head. And I was like, you can't, because I'm too sneaky, <laughs> right? And uh, and he said, the next time I see you, you're going to get the smack. This holds. 
And so then, a little bit later on in the roleplay, I just had the idea of confronting the person that we had been talking to, and I pop out, and it's like, so, what we were trying to accomplish is because of- OW! What the fuck?! And I, I, I got that smack, but, like, a, a while later, and- In a key moment, yeah. <sighs> Never mind. Best moment of this year. Everyone's silent. But don't do this to me now. I bumped the back of the shelf and the demon awoke. I wanted oh, to know if the Furby... That's what that was. Oh, you did hear it. Okay, good. We, we heard like the tail end of the Furby, yeah. <laughs> I thought you had a dog I, now for I some need reason. to uh, back this shelf off from me just a touch because <laughs> I cannot risk awaking the demon. Because of how I know your basement normally looks, it always, to me, it looks like you're hiding in the very corner of that yeah, room. Yeah, like you're, like you're behind all like, the Like, I know you've probably changed it, so that's not the case, but it's just, I can't get that image out of my head. Yeah. Matt, Mel, and Kieran are the only ones that have seen the current configuration. Correct, yeah. It's because you won't let me in. I've been too busy. Do you blame me? Yes. Okay. See, he, he, he's telling you accountable. When, when are you coming over? I don't know. When do you want to watch Goodfellas? Now. But not actually. <laughs> he's thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> not actually. I will oh, not okay. let you in if you show up actually now. Um, I will say, because I think we're getting close to an hour. Uh, uh, yes. Moment. Especially because oh, Matt and Mel are going to uh, include, hopefully. Okay, I got to quickly just marathon because I'm good. I I don't want to include Extra Life, even though obviously a lot of it was joy. I just, you know, in general, Extra Life United, of course. Yeah. Get to travel with you and Jacob. We got to see Phil. We got to see Emily. We got to see Elliot. We got to see Branch. We got to see, we got to, I got to meet Ricky and all them. Um, of course, the camera incident is probably <laughs> one of the big highlights of that trip. I've entertained me no, and I no, wasn't even no, there. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, just uh, the incident, which we cannot talk about in the podcast, although it's probably safer to talk about now than what had happened at the, at the dinner. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. On. <laughs> We're still not going to talk about that, I think, but um, yeah. uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I mean, oh, the side quest at freaking Epcot. That was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when that you, was... When you ate all the food. God, that was a weird day. Yeah. It's fun, though. I am very proud of that stupid little video where it's Jacob's like, he's got the tiramisu, and then you're just like, no, I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> and I just ignore your pain. Yeah. But, As um, you should. Yeah. Like, you know, that whole, and like, you know, of course, raising all the money, that was great. Uh, the Extra Life stream had a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> just the uh, the dunk tank, you know, there's several highlights from that, of course. Um, but I I'm going to be a little selfish, and I'm going to say actually getting to go to Vegas, go attend my uh, proper wrestling pay-per-view for the first yep. time. That's you know, fucking cool. I, you, you're allowed yeah. to be selfish. It's your it's moment. It's your moment of the year, bud. <laughs> yeah. Be selfish. I was going to hate myself if I didn't at least shout out, because it was really nice to meet yeah. all everyone in Orlando and everything, and I'm definitely a little sad I'm not going to be able to well I'm almost certainly not going to be able to attend next year I'm so tempted to try to bump my boss and be like hey I know I'm only going to be back I've been back for like a week but can you let me go to Orlando and like 
not have that count as a vacation because I could like work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that will not happen. That makes uh, me sad because next year is the year Jamie and I were gonna try. I can't promise we can do it, but we were gonna try. But well, anyway, well, you guys can shift out. I have to take out. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with yeah, just Vegas AEW pay per view. Vegas in general, I don't want to go back anytime soon per se, and I definitely never want to go solo. But it is definitely an experience. That's Vegas, literally. I loved it. I never want to go back. Mm. Jesse, um, you know, if if I get the kind of extra life stuff out of the way, just to state it, like, um, you you know, a lot of the key moments of Extra Life United, but like that trip, especially like first real trip i had post covid that was really nice um just the whole that experiences and seeing people and all that stuff uh the shout out moment i'll get for that is when uh i got put on stage to be fucking roasted by the uh, host during oh the yeah when they chose to stream my match and uh basically just shit talked me and doxed me the entire time <laughs> the sad part is i don't know how much of our chance got picked up on that stream I don't think at all, but just to give like a ten second conversation, is they put I I went up I went up and I was for the main ELU live stream. My perspective of a Halo match was streamed, right? <laughs> and there's two MCs talking about it, and they're being taught they're being piped into the stream, but they're also being like PA'd into the room that we're in, <laughs> where my opponent also is. And so they're like, I keep making like mistakes. I'm like, oh man, you should you should have been better than that, and like shit like that. And then at one point they start shitting on my jacket I'm wearing. And then at one point they're like, oh, he's coming around this way. This might be a good uh, strategy. And then the guy would know where I am. And I'm like, what the fuck? What are you doing? I I don't I don't know if this ever even got uploaded, but years ago, um, Jesse and I played a game of StarCraft Brood War. Matt oh, has, that, never, that never got uploaded. Matt, we were intending to record it. We did record it, but it never went up. Uh, yeah. But as someone familiar with that this. game, Matt was watching us, and we told him, look, we know this game inside and out. Even if you don't know it's a spoiler... It's a spoiler. Even the slightest hint of what race the other person is playing is a huge spoiler. If you're going to watch, you need to shut the fuck up. What did he do? He tried to say something that he thought was innocent and harmless, and I immediately identified that Jesse was Terran, and I moved right in and destroyed him because... I knew I could. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and uh, just to quickly explain, uh, I led Emily and whoever else was there. I know Emily participated the most because she was next to me uh, in some wrestling chants to try to motivate Jesse. Yes. They did not work. They did not work. I still got my shit pushed down Halo. Um, (laughs) The other extra life moment I'll kind of pump out to is uh, the dunk take I thought went really well, but the as much as we had to sore spot for Peter. Yes, I know, but you're gonna you're gonna rectify that, and 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 we'll make it better. In I'm, two days, I'm gonna... yeah, Chris and I need to talk about that. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not we'll getting in, but I'm gonna try to film. Jamie's getting in mm. with you, so we need to coordinate. Yes. 
but uh, yeah, moral support. Yeah, me too. Moral support. Um, uh, Peter and Jamie are doing the polar bear swim, so hopefully we get some footage of that. We will. We will. Um, but then the as much as it was a technical shitstorm right before the Metallica segment, I thought went very well considering. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even add considering. Considering is in your viewpoint. We dropped a song. Okay. Because it's not flawless, in my opinion. Doesn't have to be. For me, it does. I'm an artiste. Well, <laughs> it must be perfect. that's why I said we can't take your opinion. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. So, just just take it. Just see, I, I got the full concert experience in that I was impressed, and that I was exhausted, and it was like, you know, this is cool, but how much longer? Which yeah, is yeah. how I feel at all concerts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I think my favorite... I think my favorite moment was when I tried to do crowd work and, and Kieran kept on felt like I was attacking him. <laughs> you guys remember that? I'd be like, hey, hey. He's like, why are you yelling at me? Stop. Yeah. I had that you didn't when... Hear what your mom was telling me. Yeah. My uh, streak of having awkward interactions with your no, family remains true. No oh person God. should ever hear what Jesse's mom is whispering to you. What she says out loud is bad enough. What she whispers to you, no human ear should hear. So we had, I don't know if we talked about this, we had um, technical issues, the metallic concert was supposed to be outside, the wet snow started coming down the second we went up to set it up, and then the and, cold just killed our equipment and we had to replant yeah, the whole thing. cameras so and lights saw, don't like that. <laughs> it was not, it was the mics. Cameras well, and lights were fine out there. It was the microphones that just would not work out in the cold. It was they also don't endless. like cold and wet. <laughs> so we pulled inside, so what you saw on the stream was different than what it should have been. I... We started the Metallica segment late because I had to re-plan the logistics of everything. So I basically, I got stressed out, I got flustered. I was like, hey guys, flip the segments, do incentive hour. I'm going to take a few minutes and just replan it. And we rejigged the whole thing. But I was flustered, I was stressed, I was not talking to people running around. My mom is talking to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, everyone knows that something's going wrong. And uh, I think it was Aaron, uh, Jake's girlfriend, <laughs> said to my mom... Well, like, Jesse seems to be, like, handling it pretty well right now, like, with how things are, like, going. <laughs> and my mom's like, oh, no, he's really stressed right now. <laughs> I'm like, why would you tell people this? What the yeah. fuck is wrong with Don't ruin the illusion. <laughs> illusion aside, to be honest, Jesse, you had months to plan a concert, and then you did, and then you suddenly had 40 minutes to plan the concert, yeah. and you still did. I know, I know. Like, um... Fucking props yeah, if I haven't moments, said it before. One of my moments of the year, yeah. of the year for sure. I mean, non non actually for the moment, I would say um, I won't go into details on which movie it was just because it's um, politically sensitive. But uh, there was a film I was working on, and I had the sudden realization that I am very good at my job in don't, contrast to other people on this film. Don't you love that? Um, and that was a really good moment of like I, I for a while I felt like I was like still like indie filmmaking, low budget filmmaking, blah blah blah. And then I had a moment of like, no, I actually do know what the fuck I'm talking about. And that's yeah. a really gratifying moment, um, for me personally. I I love that and I'm so happy that you had that because I have known for years that you're good at your job, but you can tell people this till you blue in the face until people realize it, it will never be true. And, and I'm so happy because yeah, that, that feeling when you're just looking around 
and you're just looking like people all doing the thing you do and all you can say is like really like am i honestly the the best person at this here yeah like how how can i possibly be the best in the room but when you realize you are a little bit imposter syndrome like it's a double exactly you're like i'm not good enough what the fuck what but (laughs) you know getting out of the way of imposter syndrome which unfortunately uh the caveat to this if you're taking this as as advice it's not always true it can easily turn into asshole ego Yeah. yeah so that's hard to like recommend to people but sometimes you are actually really good and you need to ignore imposter syndrome and understand you you fucking got this and you're killing it. And so that's, I'm really happy that you had that moment because everyone needs that. And I think you've earned it in my opinion. Thank you. So that is the list. So I have an idea. Hit me. So, this idea is either going to be Jesse vetoes me and we jump to maybe a recording of Matt and Mel doing their best of list and then theme song or Or... Jesse doesn't veto me and after the after Matt and, Matt and Mel, I read out loud, one by one, all of these Peglin cards, and just whoever takes them, takes them, and we'll see what happens. Do I have to be... Hold on, this is, this is an important detail of my veto. Do I have to be present for the reading of these codes, or can I hang up the phone call? You can hang up the phone. I will just read oh, them all myself. So before we before we end, though, there's a couple things we need to do. Yes, housekeeping. Uh, first of all, we need to shout out those we lost uh, just mm-hmm. this last fucking week, because holy shit. Yep. Uh, between professional wrestling announcer Don West, who I, of course, care about. You guys probably never have heard of. I have, Fair actually. Enough. <laughs> okay, Don, you knew about Don West. Good. Um, Barbara Walters, uh, she was, was 93. Today, right? today or yesterday? That was today. Yeah. And Didn't this one actually bothers me a bit, even though he was getting up there. Pele. Oh, right. I didn't hear yeah. about that either. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Barbara Walters and Pele. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Huh. Uh, I think someone who's fairly safe to call the goat of soccer. Yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't right? think anyone can successfully argue against that. No. Um, yeah. So I just want to make sure because that's some that's someone I felt like we had to mention. Yeah. And just looking forward to 2023. Uh, I was going to quickly just fire off three things. Keep it concise, please. Uh, coming in 2023, yeah. we of course have the polar bear dip. We yeah. have. I finally make Jesse watch Garzy's wing. Yes. If we have a chance, time before you tonight jesse we need to coordinate on that uh yes. and peter finally gets to go back to japan oh peter japan to electric boogaloo here's Chris. one that involves peter oh in 2023 i'm 
going to fucking watch Goodfellas, and you <laughs> will be man. there. Fair enough. Jesse, you're invited too if you're available. Everyone's invited. That's that's the biggest caveat is if you're available. Yeah, I know. Um, I guess my thing's looking forward to 2023 is. I'll be vague. There's potentially a, a movie project I could work on that's very exciting. Um, but that's a maybe. So I'll give a more tangible thing. Um, United again. Sorry. Yeah, United again is. I've already booked my flight for it. Um. Yeah, I, I think honestly, twenty twenty three. I'm just really excited for the tenth extra life. Um, yeah, yeah, me too. We've already said so many suggestions. I, I we have so many have... suggestions. So many, so many fallbacks. I have an insane person idea, and I hate it. But if we do it, it'll be fucking cool. It'll be so, guys. You have no idea how fucking cool it's gonna be. It's gonna be so am, fucking cool. I am Alex really. I am really excited, uh, still being vague, for the segment that involves you and I together and a post. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, really excited for that. <laughs> All right, we're, um, we're, we're being cryptic now, so I, I think got, that's, that's, no, that's the time to end the episode. Oh, so I, you, you go. I... I am trying I'm trying to be non-specific but legitimately a plan I have for 23 is I don't I don't want to call it selfish but I am finding as of late a lot of my life and mine and my wife's life are selfless and I know that's an admirable quality but I need I need to stop removing ourselves from the list and unprioritizing ourselves and I don't want to sound like an asshole but I'm gonna kind of start having to be a little bit 23 is gonna be about me and us more Chris are you telling me that you're going to have 2023 and me? Fuck, I did just say that. And me! You literally just... We're I literally I mean, just like, said oh, that. I literally we, didn't realize jokes, it. Ugh. Before we go to jokes, I mean, I think that's actually very admirable, and I think that's something that um, is very I, good. I can't... Personal I, speaking-wise I, and mental health-wise. I need to prioritize myself and my wife. Yeah. I, I don't I, enough. I, I, nothing but respect. Anyone that calls you an asshole for that, fuck them. I don't have to be a dick about it is the thing. I just have to respectfully say no. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm going to more. You just have to do your 23 and me and then look at the That's, results. I literally can't believe I said that and didn't. I, I don't, uh, don't want to cut people off. So please, if you have more to say, because... I'm, I'm done. Well, wouldn't it be 23 and we? Oh, that's so much better, Peter. Wow, yeah, it would. Me. So, way. Uh, <laughs> Peter pulled the uh, Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. M to W. Wario, yeah. bitches. Yeah. All right. All right so, well, I think with that said, you may um, or may not hear Matt and Mel before yeah. the theme song. 
But I will say, because uh, I don't want to be here when you when you count these codes off. Dude, I'm going to do this by myself. I'm sure you're going to nope out. Okay. But uh, I'm just curious to see what happens with these. Can you yeah, stop the recording for... so we can do our housekeeping after we finish recording? Yeah. And then uh, start recording when you actually read off the codes? Yeah. Let's do so that. So I will say thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you for the support in the year. And we will see you guys next time. Next year. Next year. I don't know if this is audible. It's not, but it's funny looking. (laughs) (laughs) You're patting your your chest or stomach on my Does mine get picked up? That's my stomach. No, guys, it's how Discord works. Discord. Well, guess what? You got the master recording? I got the master recording. Mine works. So my chest slap actually is in. And of that, there's no debate. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Love ya. Have you stopped recording? Three, two, one. Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass. Tailpipe tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber. Okay, as promised, uh, this is a few Steam codes for Peglin the game I chose as my game of the year. So if that is of no interest to you, please, I'm begging you, skip to the end because that's literally all that's left in this episode is a grown-ass man reading Steam codes out loud. Uh, I am going to be reading these in phonetic alphabet. So if you don't know, you should probably learn. It's useful. But any word that, that I say that is not a number it is simply the first letter of that word that you're supposed to listen for so alpha is a bravo is b charlie is c etc i'm sure you get it so without further ado (coughs) hotel delta zero two tango dash seven echo two whiskey romeo dash Four, Alpha, Golf, Foxtrot, Charlie. Code complete. Echo, two, seven, three, three, dash, Echo, Alpha, Charlie, four, Lima, dash, Mike, Foxtrot, three, zero, November. Code complete. Seven, five, nine, Echo, Tango, dash, hotel, delta, six, Zulu, four, dash, Lima, x-ray, three, hotel, hotel, code complete. Lima, nine, Juliet, echo, Charlie, dash, Zulu, whiskey, Mike, nine, delta, dash, eight, November, 7, Yankee, X-Ray, code complete. Oh, man, how many more of these are there? <laughs> Romeo, Quebec, Echo, 3, 0, Dash, Yankee, Quebec, Kilo, 7, Echo, Dash, Bravo, Delta, Kilo, Zulu, code complete. <laughs> Kilo, Quebec, 8, 
November Delta dash zero Delta seven six nine dash Victor Yankee six Lima Juliet code complete oh my last one Mike four Charlie Foxtrot Zulu dash golf Lima six Zulu Charlie dash Yankee Foxtrot India Juliet Papa code complete this is the dumbest thing I've ever done